The Tights and Fights podcast, for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. But I love podcasting. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. I'm Hal <laughs> Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. Rumble entrant number flirty, Danielle Radford. Oh, yeah. I got I to gotta get back out there. It's uh, it's about to be spring. I got I to gotta start springing. <laughs> Look. Time. Spring the has royal sprung. things aren't the only things rumbling. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, you get it, you get it, you get it. Don't get it, you get it, you can't get it. Anyway, go on. And her name is Lindsay, and she loves to write. Lindsay Kelk. It's a bold statement. <laughs> it's a bold assertion <laughs> for, for typing anyone cat. who doesn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I do. If any of my employers are listening, <laughs> what would you rather be doing? Nothing. Uh, no, I mean, there is nothing. I would rather be doing or would I rather be doing nothing? Because one of those is true mm, uh, and the other mm-hmm. one is a reach. So <laughs> You have been under deadline for the entire time I've known you. Yeah, yeah literally. I'm under yeah, literally. deadline. Well, I'm under deadline now. Now the deadline's here. It never ends. Yeah. I have another one coming up next Wednesday. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I'm happy. If you're under deadline, it means uh, people like your books. and there It means I'm getting coming. paid. So we love yes. that. We love that for me. That's right. Cha-ching. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Who does that sound like? Huh, who is that? Uncle Phil? <laughs> no, no I would never say Uncle Phil. Uncle friends. Phil is sacred. <laughs> He's not Uncle Phil. Don't bring Shredder into this. Do you think before he left, Tony Khan did the, the Will Smith crying scene to, to what, Phil? What don't he want me? Why don't he want me? <laughs> oh, it's it's funny because it definitely happened. <laughs> Someone's got that show footage him. on their phone. I'm going to show him, Brian. I'm going to be so successful, and I'm not going to need him at all. <laughs> but Why he's he talking to now? his actual dad. Why he's yeah. doing this. Why that's what, that's the problem. <laughs> his dad's on a call, not paying attention. <laughs> just passes the checkbook over yeah. and is like, Tony, just figure it out. Figure it out. Here you go. Here you go. Well, <laughs> oh. the Raw set looked a little different this week because of a blizzard. If you follow uh, Johnny Gargano on social media, you got to hear the full story that they went through. A lot of people had trouble traveling in. They had like flights canceled, and then they eventually had to get a car on no sleep. And uh, the the four of them, Champa, Gargano, Candace, and Indy, had to drive up to Missouri and then do a show, or Mississippi or wherever it was. But <laughs> hey, they got there and they got a win. Good for them. Everybody I'm got a win. All they all wild. got a win. The whole they, family. Yeah. It's like if you yeah. can get here, we will allow you to win, and I love that for them. They earned that. They earned it. Also, I know it was probably a very stressful situation, but I would watch that ride along if that was still a show. Yeah, I liked ride desperately. along. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed ride Loved along. It. I thought that it was really fun. I'm sure that for the talent, it was like, oh, like now I get. I, I can do this and get paid while like driving. Why wouldn't I see? But did you know? they get paid? That's my only question. Were, were the talent like, wait, now I'm on the clock while I'm traveling and not getting paid? <laughs> Screw you. But uh, I don't really care because I love Ride Along so much. I would like it back. <laughs> Ride yes. Along table for three. Let's go. Come yeah. on. Thank you. Talk. That's right. And uh, and also the prank show. <laughs> oh, the prank, prank show, made show me was that? Sad. Whose show was that? I can't remember. Wasn't that the edging? Oh no, there was a prank show. Swerved, yes. Swerved. Yeah, I remember. It was very sad because literally the first episode was just like a bunch of wrestlers thinking they were doing the pilot for something for the yeah. network, yeah. and then in the end, it turned out it was a prank show. So it wasn't even like a fun kind of prank, and so much as it was like I thought I was, I thought I was grabbing the grass ring and. and, and <laughs> The brass ring, and now here's Hornswoggle covered in nachos. Yeah, a lot of Swerved was 
very mean-spirited. A lot of Swift was well, harsh. It got better harsh. after that. I think that maybe yeah. someone talked to them about the kind of pranks <laughs> they can do because that one was like, I don't even want to watch this. I want because all of these people are very excited, thinking that they've like made good headway in with the company, and then it's like, ha ha, your chair farts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like wrestling pranks. Like whoever came up with the show or whoever said yes to it didn't remember that like they they padlock each other's bags and shit in each other's bags and like uh drink this piss you know like they, that's the <laughs> stuff that they do that they think is like you know it's a great uh prank if i throw you down a flight of stairs i love the hilarious. idea that yeah. they don't even try and trick them into drinking the piss they just straight no. up say drink this piss and that's oh it's that. like temple of doom they hold the head and they tilt yeah. it back so they do the like, oh, oh, the like oh man Those oh man i got kids. you so hard i got you yeah. so hard and it's like no you didn't trick me you just used you it was just strength. violence it was violent oh. you fell for it you're just six foot five yeah yeah <laughs> so gullible <laughs> There's just eight of you, and none of you are less than 300 pounds. And hey, Legends House only got one season. Yeah. It got really real, though. It did. That was like Pat Patterson's coming out party, and like... They weren't ready for it. We weren't ready for it. Mean Gene (laughs) crying. Nobody wanted to see me Jean cry. I love to see men access their emotions. That's something that's really important to me. I never want to see me Jean cry on my television screen. Like, it hurt to see that. Um, I want him to deal with his emotions and process them and be a complete and full human being, but not on my time. Yeah, I want him to know that it's okay and we love that he does that, but I also don't want him to cry unless I am, like, unless I was able to physically hug him and hug the cry out of him. If I can't comfort him in that moment, I don't want to watch it. Fair. But that's where my brain goes. I'm I'm like, I just want to hug a wrestler because they seem sad. That's a good pitch. I I feel like you could get eight out of ten wrestlers on that pitch. To hug you. Yo, that'll be my network show. There we go. Yeah. Eight out of <laughs> ten wrestlers. Just hug the pain out. Yeah. Uh, and just you walk around hugging out the pain. Everyone's listening after last week's pitch extravaganza. So <laughs> this is coming. This is coming. There is some Fortunate. bad news we heard over the weekend at a at a house show that Cora Jade tore her ACL. She's going to be out for a year. Oh, Ooh. no. Partial tear. Yeah. That's a bummer. Did oh. AJ uh, trip her? We don't know. We don't, okay. you know. Did anyone have eyes on April? There's like, no GTV. There's no GTV. <laughs> we don't know where April was. Oh, man. She was like really starting to hit her stride, too. And then all the stuff with like her getting to hang out with Punk. And oh, I mean, injuries are never good, but it's also terrible. She could have done the, the boob yeah. job while she was off. That's eaten into some time. That's disappointing for her. Oh, God. Yeah. You do everything at once. You got to tie those things in. Might you do well. it all at once. The boys huh? always do whenever their nose gets broken. We see you. Right. We yeah. know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> we see you. It's okay. Tuck and tighten those titties, boys. Like, let's do it. <laughs> tighten them titties. What what stood out to you from Raw? Anything in particular? I mean, there's still a lot going on. They're doing a good job of building up to the Rumble. Seth Rollins also appears to be legitimately injured from reports. Mm. He was actually limping backstage as well. I haven't seen any reporting as to the extent of the injury, so we don't know if it's something that he'll be back from yeah. in time for yeah. Mania. I, he'll be, I think he'll be fine for Mania, even if he has to strap his own leg to like a robot leg himself. He will. He will do it. I, Daddy's special boy will be uh, <laughs> Mania. And honestly, yeah. like you don't need to see wrestling Kendall do that much between now and then, right? Because it's going to be everyone competing to fight him. Because it seems like we know what Roman's going to do. So he can sit it out and shoot himself up with stem cells or something. I'm sorry. Now I'm just imagining Seth Rollins <laughs> in the middle of the ring. I am the overest boy. And while Becky just shaking, like, no, you're not. Yeah. Or Rhea. It yeah. would be Rhea. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you hear yourself, overest boy? <laughs> but speaking of Becky and Rhea, that mm-hmm. promo was Ooh. what stood out for me. That was fucking amazing. I'm always going to pop hard. And I wasn't expecting it, mm-hmm. but I was like, yes, please. At WrestleMania, it will be Mommy versus the man. Becky, there's only one other person that wants you to win the Royal Rumble match more than yourself. And that's me. 
Becky is great. Rhea is great. Anytime I can see two people who I know are capable of putting on a banger match, I'm really excited for it. So obviously I want to see that. I love R-Truth so fucking much. (laughs) (laughs) He's the best. He's the best boy. He is the best boy. He is the overest boys. But is he Tom Wamsgans or is he Cousin Greg? I don't know. I well, I think Dom is cousin Greg. I think he's he's Tom because he doesn't because Truth stumbles into doing really cool good You're shit. Right, right. Yeah, he stumbles upwards. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Fucking Tom and Nick, <laughs> the three amigos. That shirt, like how excited everyone got once they were like, oh, he actually. I think he's cool now. He made us like thousands of dollars in our bootleg Judgment Day shirts. <laughs> it's like Finn and and they're going through the money and it's like oh well should we give some to JD and Finn's like no JD's not on the fucking short (laughs) or whatever he didn't say fucking he probably said like you know Lego probably said feckin he could say feckin JD's not on the short it's like yes unless you're (laughs) on the golden globes you can say (laughs) feckin we keep getting closer and closer to Butch returning to being Pete Dunn like they keep hinting it over and over again. <laughs> kind of similar. I need it. I need it. I need Come it. On. It's kind of similar to what they did with LA Knight when they switched him back. Although that felt a little more sudden. There's still this idea they keep planting the seeds. They're going to switch him at some point. Well, it was arguably a little more shit as well. Like yeah, I don't it have was a lot whiplash. of love for the for Butch, but it's been Butch for a while, and I don't hate it. You know, whereas Max Dupree, woof. Yeah. I can't wait for the podcast about that in like 20 years time. <laughs> When he's one of the greatest. And then they're like, well, and it's funny because he started out as Max Dupree. Uh, That will be a fun one. (laughs) A footnote. A footnote in his history. But I want Pete down back. I want him. Yeah, I want Pete down back for sure. And yeah, Butch is fine. Butch grew on me, but I'm ready for Pete Dunn. I'm ready for the vest to... I'm ready for a lot of things. I want to pet the vest, though. I will say that. Sure. That's what we're calling it this time. I want to comb it out. I want to give it a relaxer. <laughs> I got to go pet yes. the vest, everybody. I noticed... Um, it's spring. I'm no fan of Sam Richards. I don't think any of us are. But I do think he pointed out something interesting from SmackDown, which is Nick Aldis making the Fatal 4-Way official, but doing it off mic mm. to Paul Heyman, like basically picking him out and establishing mm-hmm. his, his just authority over him. So there's no storyline necessarily to him trying to get somebody or do whatever. It's just him trying to sort of control the show. And the stuff they've been doing with Nick Aldis is really good. I yeah, mean, I like, I, both. I, I like Adam Pierce too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging the whole, like, hey, I'm just actually trying to be a general manager. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, you know, I'm not trying to, like, get anybody over. I'm not part of an evil faction. You know, this isn't some thing where I come in and I make it where everyone does exactly what I want. Look, this company was a shambles the last couple of years. We're not talking about it on camera. So let us pretend we've always had good management on camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gunther's back. He's going to be in the Rumble. Yay. Not relinquishing his the IC biggest, title. Biggest, strongest boy. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. I love him so much. I would be happy with him winning the Rumble. I don't know that he... There are a lot of people where you could look at them logically and just say they're either physically capable or they're at a level where if they won, you wouldn't go, well, that felt like it was out of nowhere. You would feel like, oh, well, that yeah. makes sense. He is a logical totally. winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's one of them, which is crazy to say because you. I, I don't sit here and think... Normally, I'm like, well, his job is still... He's still making the IC title. He's still putting and investing his energy into that. But also, if they decided to make him the Rumble winner, I just like it. Just makes sense to me. It just he just makes sense. Yeah. Drew McIntyre makes sense. CM Punk makes yeah. sense. Cody Rhodes makes sense. LA Knight makes sense in a way. The only thing I think that would stop Gunther that he went the distance last year, right? That was his story last yeah. year that he came up short at the last minute. Right. And I'm like, I don't know if they. Do you correct that by having him win or do you not get that far this year? But I do think he should win. He, like at some point, he he is oh, someone yeah. that should get a rumble. Yeah. Leo got his fucking Oscar, the, <laughs> the bear. Uh, he hung out with that bear. They gave him an Oscar. Yeah. He's going to need a rumble at some point for his services due. Yeah. Who does he have to eat? Because Leo had Ooh. to like eat a bear. Yeah. yeah. Who does he have to? I mean, I guess he just... Uh, I, I guess we just have Glenn Jacobs comes back and he eats him. I don't know. Maybe he has to eat Vince. I don't know. Oh. You know? <laughs> oh, I shouldn't <laughs> like, sound. Do it. I, I, sh- 
Oh, um. <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't be tasty. That's what I'm telling you. He's spent so long on the sunbed. That meat is not going to be, that is jerky. Oh. Uh, although maybe that makes it easier. I don't know. Well, you can no, carry I'm it. condoning cannibalism. No, you could carry it in your pocket, though. Like you could put it like in your That's gear true. or something like a nice little protein yeah. thing. Yeah. No, Gunther is. Especially if you got stuck on the road again. See, look at that. Hand out pieces of Vince. As, as he's devouring Vince, Vince is doing the teary eyed cut the camera thing that's become a meme <laughs> oh my god i'm just imagining that painting i don't know art but it's that that really scary like medieval looking painting where it's like the dude eating his dad or whatever right. or it yeah you know what i'm um, talking nom, about nom, 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 nom. for me if i was booking this i would almost say that like you get him out early but you make it the story that everyone's like you came super close last time and you're really fucking good so all yeah. 18 of us small dudes are gonna do everything we can to get you out asap <laughs> yeah or Ludwig boots him out. You know? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's Ludwig. And that then sets up their situation. Possible. I don't know. Are we dream booking? Are we dream booking our rumble yet? I, or do we have to wait to do that? I never wait. <laughs> I do it all year. And as, as things shift on the board, I'm like moving my red string around. you got to have a ton of red string for this situation. Yeah. It's... All the way up to Mania. They should ship <laughs> us a whole box. Yeah. Like, we're on the road. Get your pin board out. Get your red string. Get your white out. We're going to be here all night. Brew some coffee. No one's going home. No one's going home. I can't wait until R-Truth accidentally eliminates every single member of the Judgment Day. I mean, I want it so bad. And wins it. And wins it, right? I I think it's a truth rumble. I kind of want that too. (laughs) The R stands for rumble. That's what it is. Hey, congratulations (laughs) to to R-Truth's son who just scored his 1,000th point in college basketball. He plays, uh, he's at one of the satellite schools for Penn State. They scored his thousandth point. Congratulations. Go. And his dad was there go, go, with him. Truth's kid. His dad oh, went to see him. Of course he was. He's a good dad. Good dad. Good dad. Hey, I, I hope the kid gets so offers. Much. Maybe he can play in Europe. Who knows? There are a lot of options for basketball. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Royal Rumble coming up, but uh, I kind of want to do something different that we've done mm. before. It is now time <laughs> for us to give one quarter of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Oh, we did miss rhymes with shit, didn't we? Look at this victory. Live, What? The year was 2005. WWE was prepared to crown a pair of brand new stars at WrestleMania 21. And that decision began in earnest at that year's Royal Rumble. So let's talk about this event from the beginning all the way to its chaotic conclusion. It'll tear you apart like a quad. Uh, <laughs> let's, I want to get back Spoilers. to 2005. This is a, <laughs> it's a very interesting year to choose because at this point in, in, uh, in 2005, I was like maybe a month away from meeting my wife. Oh, I went to see her in a show probably within like two, three weeks of the Royal Rumble. And then we were in a sketch group together a couple weeks after that. So that's a, that's a very, I was like, wait, 2005. Oh, I was also getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. I went to the Super Bowl that year in Jacksonville, You were Florida. in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I was in the Super Why do you think we lost? Oh. You think the team that went out on Monday was bad? Well, but having that experience, Hal, no one can take that away from no, you. How... Being on the pitch in a Super Bowl, that's incredible. How was the goal? <laughs> I was like, uh, t- I was like, uh, t- Terrell Owens, I, I had uh, 180 yards, but I couldn't move after the catch. I just had to lay down when I caught it. Um, I mean, I where, where were each of you in, in 2005? Were you watching the product at this point? No, no neither of you were, right? I was not, which was why, like, so I've obviously gone back because, like, as soon as I started watching wrestling again and someone was like, Vince tore his quads, the instant I was able to watch that on uh, the internet again and again and again, I, I did, like, a lot. And obviously, like, and then during this time when all of the tragedy happened, I was, like, catching up on stuff a little bit, like, just kind of, like, following the news or whatever yeah. after the tragedies. But during this particular part, I wasn't. And so I went back and I watched the rumble this week mm-hmm. and oh boy um wow uh uh a lot of names i never saw before and will never see again oh yeah 
There was uh, was it Heid, Heinrich Hein Heinrich Heidenreich Heimdall? Heidenreich 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 Yeah Heiden I have to call my Oma t- she can tell me how who to did I think like, a um, Swanton I th- No that's okay. I'm mixing him up with Mr Anderson He and Snitsky together Ugh Yeah and then there was there was that weird so JBL wins Mm-hmm. And goes in the back, and for, for for starters, I forgot how big the like SmackDown versus Raw was in oh, this. Yeah. This is like the whole crux of everything happening. Like you would think this yep. was like Survivor Series, because everything is oh like this is Raw. Raw's gonna win it. Oh like this is SmackDown. We're gonna win it. So yeah, you have this moment where JBL goes back to talk to Teddy Long, and he goes. What's up, my nephew? Yeah. <laughs> Off the hizzle for shizzle. I guess you came to tell me thank you. I'll even buy you a 40-ounce of malt. Even if it wasn't uh, like a, a, a different way to say that word, uh, whatever it was, it was still whack as fuck. I just, so just watching it and it having and being such a like time capsule. And then remembering with my 2024 eyes being like, When's a, when am I going to see a woman? <laughs> like they would be like the Royal Rumble's coming up and I'm like the men's Royal Rumble or they would be like every man in the ring and I'm like oh right yeah, 2005 it's 2005 Christy so Hemme and Tori Wilson on the on the bingo hopper yeah oh, on gosh. the bingo hopper while they were rolling out and getting all the balls and uh, Kurt Angle like told some dude was like no I rumble now me rumble not you yeah and that was part of it it was really funny and fun but yeah, it was definitely, and then you would see some stuff, and it'd be like, ah, jump scare, and I drop a phone. Totally fair. Right, there, there's a lot to pick out from this. You have the Shawn Michaels Edge match. Maybe the big thing is the crowning of Batista as the winner. The biggest story is Vince tearing both of his quads on the way out to the wing because they botched the finish. But <laughs> Daniel, stop. <laughs> do you know the story of of Daniel Pewter? So I had questions about this because like he gets in there and Daniel Pewter's like, I'm going to be the first tough enough champion to ever win the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, look, I haven't looked this up, but I already know that. No, you're not. (laughs) I I will not even do you give you the dignity of me picking up my phone. I won't even swipe up for you, sir. Yeah, absolutely not. Like I I don't know what that person is doing now. I hope that he's doing great. And I hope that all of his dreams came true. I'm just saying that as someone who follows wrestling, no, you're not. Before you hope that, let me tell you a story about him. Oh, no! He he, uh, was a shoot fighter. That was what he did prior as like an MMA guy. And Mm -hmm. he was wrestling Kurt Angle prior to the Rumble. Kurt Angle had an injured arm. And Daniel Peter put him in an arm bar. Put that arm in an arm bar. Like, no. like hurt him. Yeah. yeah. For no good reason. I think the <laughs> locker room got together and decided we are going to punish him. So he is going to be in the ring with Eddie Guerrero and, and Chris Benoit. And they're going to chop him over and over again. And they did. And then, then we're going to bring out the guy with the worst chop. Like the hardest, most painful chop. And then he is going to beat him up and work him stiff. So they just basically stiffed him. And then threw him out of the ring. I mean, he wasn't around for too much longer after that, but that was that was one big receipt for for being careless and potentially could have seriously injured Kurt Angle, which Kurt Angle's worth way more money than he is to that company. Like not even not even a, he's not even worth a fraction of that, even though they had to pay him a million dollars because he wasn't tough enough. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. They were like, the million dollar winner of Tough Enough. And I'm like, yeah. I hope you kept it. He loved saying yeah. that. So, he said that a lot. And I, I didn't care for it. Yeah, him. that is why those three guys, like, if you go back and watch this, if you've not seen it before and you're listening to this and you want to see what, what the WWE was like in 2005, good luck with that. But but uh, you will notice that that is a markedly different. You get the beginning of a, of, of a match between Guerrero and Benoit. Then out comes Daniel Pewter. And number they just, three, yeah. They just beat the shit out of him. And then Hardcore Holly comes out, and the three of them beat the shit out of him. Like, the rumble isn't even happening. Like, you are just watching somebody be punished <laughs> on a pay-per-view. People are paying to watch this guy get punished without maybe even really understanding why. I mean, they didn't have the internet back then, Hal. They didn't know, or at least not what we have today. Not to that extent. So, Message boards went very oh, slow. Right? Uh, it, it wasn't the same, and I think there wasn't quite so much inside baseball running around, right? So we might not know if there was locker room issues. But I enjoyed watching him get his ass kicked because he just seemed like a little shit. And like you said, I wasn't watching it. Mm-hmm. 
I was trying to look it up when I went to that Sheffield show with my brother in the 2000s when I came back in and it was I believe it was November 2005 mm. so it was mm. after all of this I was just looking because I know Shawn Michaels was there and that's how I can locate like which date it was sure. oh, and yeah. it can't have been 2004 so it must have been this 2005 event that I'm looking at so yeah I was not watching it at this point but it was right before I came back in so I was familiar with some of the people not all of the people not familiar with that fella at all yeah, we've never seen the ad for ah, for Royal Rumble 2005. This is the infamous West Side Story ad where they're all wearing wigs. I'm gonna settle every score tonight. They'll take back every word they said tonight. I'm gonna show the door every saint or sinner. There can only be one Royal Rumble winner. <gasps> That's not the Rumble I had in mind. WWE Royal Rumble, live Sunday, January 30th, only on pay-per-view. <laughs> and they still, some of them look better than the Iron Claw wigs. I'm yeah. sorry. Truly. Truly. <laughs> it's painful. It's painful. It's bad. <laughs> but maybe maybe so bad it's good. It's up to you. If that's your slice yeah. of pie, you're going to be very happy. I loved it because of all the things you said, mostly that's so bad it's good. But yeah, they definitely like sent some poor like costume assistant out to be like can you go find us a bunch of stuff and they're like oh yeah i'll just go to the american eagle how hard is this and then you get there and it's like oh that man's upper arm is twice my waist this is not going to fit him and so it's just all of them doing fat guy in a little coat because like they're too buff to fit into these gap jackets no big and no big and tall store in stanford connecticut there, there was nothing local she just figured the XL would work because these guys are working out, you know? Yes. Yeah, and they had to be it's careful. It's probably going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It wasn't fine. It wasn't. They Some people definitely had numb hands from yeah. circulation being cut off oh, by yeah. the end of this. It was amazing they could snap their fingers. <laughs> like, we should have brought elastic bands tonight. <laughs> well, no, because they could. Because you know that Vince made her keep the tags on and was like, hey, yeah. pal, we're yeah. going to... We're gonna we're gonna get yeah. rid of these we're we're done filming. We're still gonna put them through on our taxes, but we are <laughs> we're going to return, return them. That's what Vince says. <laughs> and that's why Vince is no longer in charge. <laughs> we're gonna go return these shirts. What a maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> Up and down the card you had Undertaker versus Heidenreich in a casket match. Both Snitsky and Kane interfere. Undertaker gets the win, no surprise there. Edge versus Shawn Michaels starts the show. You have JBL defending the WWE title against The Big Show and Kurt Angle. And uh, the, the, I forgot watching it. I was like, oh, I forgot what a good chicken shit heel JBL was. Because, like, yeah. they're so mad when he wins. Because he, he, he gets a win that he shouldn't get. Everybody knows it. There's somebody in, like, the front row just throwing up two middle fingers. You can see it very clearly. <laughs> they're on the hard camera side. That's like exactly what you want. I also forgot uh, Orlando Jordan existed. And I think the Basham brothers are also there as well. I did too. And I was like, because I, I remember he came out and I was like, who is wearing like early The Miz's like shorts? Because like yeah. it looked like he was wearing, he, it looked like he was wearing, like yeah. it was very John Cena, the prototype. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, right. Like I forgot that you were yeah. here. And then, uh, I, but Sheldon Benjamin, I also forgot he was there. And I was like, that man looks exactly the same. Yeah. That is wild. It has been 20 years and he <laughs> he has aged approximately negative five years. He looks he's, he's the opposite good. of the it's been 84 years meme. Yeah. Like, we, he and Truth should be restaging that and being like, it's been a millennium and I look the same. Yeah. And uh, Charlie Haas but, is still yeah. there. Oh, Sheltie. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Luther Reigns was in there. He's mixing it up with Jericho, Edge, Mysterio, a bunch of other big stars. I forgot this was like Jericho's Bob era. When he had a Bob <laughs> Look, he came out. He came out looking like a bad bitch about to sell me DoTerra. I was like, where, where is the Lula Row, Jericho? Yeah. Yeah. He can't stay long because the minivan, the engine is still running. You know, it's like he's not going to be here all night. That bitch had highlights. Run themselves. You know, it had layers. <laughs> Between his payout for the for the event and the number of people he signed up to sell uh, Sensi for him, he's gonna he made out like a bandit. 
<laughs> so much money coming in. He's retiring on that. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he might need to do soon. So that's fun. Uh, He'll always have gifts. He'll always have Christmas gifts. Yeah. Always have gifts. Hey, this is orange like blossom. Essential oils. Yeah, you could you could use this to wake you up in the morning, or you could use it to season chicken. No, you can't. Don't do it. They'll tell you you can. You can't eat it. Don't do that. So here's what happens at the end. Batista loses his balance, setting up Cena for the Batista bomb. They go over the top and hit the floor at the exact same time, which is fortunate because that could have gone real wrong. I really thought that that was like. Because yeah. if you go back and watch it, it looks on purpose. You know, I like yeah, they I did it really well. They did it so well because especially with them doing the like SmackDown versus Raw, like they're 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 yeah. sniping about it on commentary. That's kind of like the the you know the story behind like most of these matches, in, in addition to whatever story they're already telling. So for me, the and it really is they landed at the same fucking time. And so yeah. for yeah. me, watching it. Like literally, I I was almost like, did I miss the part where Vince comes in? Because it looks, and then all the officials come out, and they're like, no, SmackDown wins it. No, and like nowadays, that would this would well maybe not now. Five years well, ago, I, there was no part when I first watched this. There was no part of me that thought that was accidental. Like I was like, oh, they nailed this. This is awesome. And then I'm like, oh. Well, then they nailed what actually happened then. That was also awesome. Yeah, they... But I do just, I have to stop us before we go any further and give a shout out to John Cena's t-shirt, which had me howling, <laughs> like genuinely howling because it says rock fools. It says rock yep. fools. Rock fools. Right? If you switch that F and that R, it's a bad, it's a bad phrase. What? It right. swears. <gasps> yeah, it makes a swear. No. Isn't that insane? That's wild. Oh. I, I, cleverest thing. Madness. I know we wouldn't have even thought that. Your brain doesn't work like that. You're so pure. No, I, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even know the wholesome... all the swears. I know, like, I've heard one maybe, but I don't, I don't even remember it that well. What the fuck was that word? Yeah, and I don't think you're allowed to put them on shirts. I've heard Hal say heck. Yeah, but maybe yeah. that's I heard, it. I've heard you say heck, heckin'. Yeah, yeah, but that's about yeah. it. No, I don't think you could even put those on shirts. So now he's a criminal, as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I just watched that video where all of the fans tell him what he means to them, and then they break through the wall. And I, I cried, cried openly at that. Cried, cried like a baby. This was years ago. But you know what? Is that the cricket wireless hey. one? Yeah. Hey, fuck that guy. <laughs> His shirt was cursing. So each ref <laughs> holds up the arm. Uh, the Raw and SmackDown ref each hold up the arm of their respective roster member, declaring them the winner. Vince comes running out, tries to get in the ring. He folds his leg back while coming in because, you know, he doesn't know how to get in the ring after owning the company at this point for, I don't know, like 20 22, 23 years. The best part of his life. At this point, he's been around the business and around the ring for the best part of his life at this this point. Definitely, yeah, definitely beyond the halfway point. He tears both of his quads so so he cannot get up. He's barking orders at people while sitting down on the ground. And he looks like a kid who dropped his ice cream cone. And then sat down and cried until he got a new ice cream cone. Except in this case, it was I'll Batista dropping. Quotes, yeah, Batista yeah. dropped his ice cream cones. Yeah. But Batista oh. wins. This is the start of Batista Batista, Batista breaking free. And let that be a lesson to anyone who's thinking about wearing a t-shirt with a swear on it. Yeah. You notice he didn't do that anymore. Mm-mm. All of a sudden, hustle, Mm-mm. loyalty, and respect. He switches to that. I don't care how clever that swear might be, children. Yeah. But... It will not get you further ahead in life. And if you wear it to Disneyland, they'll make you take your T-shirt off and turn it inside out, which happened to someone I know. That's weird. Was it John Cena? Just so you know. It was John Cena, but I didn't want to blow up his spot. But, you know, now we know. Now we know. And the more you know, the further ahead you get in life. That's right. There's an aspect to the show that was like going to a high school reunion. We're like, oh, look who it is. There's Christian. Oh, Tyson Tomko. I remember him. Oh, Mark Jindrak. Sure. Paul London. I haven't seen you forever. I loved Paul London. When I came back in the late 2000s or after this, like six months after this, I loved Paul London. Yeah. I 
was like, look at that guy. I forgot that he was in because like I I love him from like and like Lucha Underground and like a bunch of yeah. other stuff that he's done and so and when he walks in, it's so weird to see him doing all the Paul London stuff I know him from where he's yeah. dressed like he's like an evil fucking uh, circus like uh, I was gonna say circus <laughs> conductor. Sure. I need art class very I badly. Love that, yeah. <laughs> you know the Let's guy who conducts the circus. Yeah. But yeah, where he comes in like a like a weird like uh, a white rabbit ringmaster, and then um, to see him dressed just like a any any two thousands wrestling dude, but still doing his like weird quirks and his like stumbling around was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, he looked he. <laughs> I thought he came to the ring. It looked like he had a loaded diaper on. Either that, oh, yeah. or or he'd never seen buildings before. That's his thing. Like that's yeah. how he co- he starts every match, looking like he just woke up in Narnia and is trying to figure out what everything is. Like Humbus? he went, yeah. Like he went to bed, woke up an hour later, and forgot he'd taken an edible. Like that. <laughs> oh, imagine seeing the world with those eyes. I love that for him. Yeah, really beautiful. So, really bizarre. <laughs> you could watch this and last year's WrestleMania back to back to see both the McMahon's generations of quad tears. <laughs> and I have to say, you've got to give this one to Vince and say who wore it better. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Vincent. Uh, if we're putting them side by side and looking for snark on the internet, uh, who wore it better, Vincent Kennedy yeah. McMahon? Yeah. It was not. Shane, who laid on the ground throwing up an X, trying not to cry, while Snoop had to come in and save the day. It was her, his father who sat there with a mic and handled business. And then sold it for like another month or so. Yeah. But yeah, uh, seriously. <laughs> Robert on Facebook said, Vince thinking he's a wrestler has been such a prominent theme throughout the years. I remember watching it with my granddad and him sighing and calling Vince an old fool as Vince sat there. If only he could see history repeat itself with Shale. He saw. I like to he think saw that Robert. He saw it. Yeah. <laughs> he was with us in the new, that, in the stadium that day. That, that tear was it heard in the presence. afterlife. That's how big it was. <laughs> Just a bunch of a bunch of people on the other side going, "Oh, Snoop's got to step in there. Oh, that looks awful." But hey, good for him. He st- he did what he had to do. The show must go on. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of Snoop for that. I wouldn't be averse to seeing Snoop in a rumble. No. God, that would right? be delightful. Have him be no like the celebrity. Oh, throw him out. Oh, yeah. so bad. No one would want He'd just like sit in the corner and smoke. I would only do like, it if he, be great. Only if he does a Drew Carey and eliminates himself. Oh, That's yeah. Yeah. Like he, I think he just, you know, he pops in, hangs out for a minute. Maybe someone does the walk like Becky tried to do mm-hmm. at that event, and then he just nips out again. Oh my yeah. god! Have him do like a little thing with our truth, where like our truth comes in yes. and is like, "Hey, Tupac, it's been a while." You know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> have him do like What's a little up? bit because, like, yeah, because I, I, they told I, me a dog was in the rumble this year. You know, yeah. he's like, <laughs> he brings a leash, like he brings some treats. Yeah. That's, Here, that's wear this red shirt. That's how to sell this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, our truth ain't trying oh. to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where does this rank for all the rumbles you've seen? Where does this rank for you? Where, where, in which strata does it does it sit? Um. Look. Oh, because of the quad tear, it's top ten. Without the quad tear, it's like it's definitely like mid to lower. But the the the, the, the quad tear, yeah. it really is the cherry on top of the Sunday that Vince dropped while he sat in the ring. It is wild that it's the things that weren't meant to happen that elevates this one. You know, yeah. like the ending makes it so interesting. The quad tear. <laughs> makes it fun to watch over and over and the sweary t-shirt you know things you weren't expecting but yeah it's weird because I didn't not enjoy it but I didn't really care so much like you say it totally felt like me going like that guy I love that guy I remember that guy yeah. and and then yikes that guy but yeah I, it's Ooh, the last 15 minutes for me that really sells the whole thing but that's true of so many rumbles so mm. Good for everyone for making lemonade out of lemons. That's what I will say. Yeah, the, the one thing I noticed looking at it is how much better the product is today. Like, how mm-hmm. much better? But that's mm-hmm. the job. In 2005, it was better than it was in 1985. 
In some ways. Yep. <laughs> but it's just obviously having a women's rumble and having women prominently placed on the card where they belong makes it better by default because you don't need uh, Heidenreich and Snitsky in there taking up my precious oxygen that I need to breathe. Yeah. Or but they would it, still give that. them something to do. Like, that's the thing with, yeah. with today's WWE is, like, those dudes would still have something to do. Uh, because yeah. there's a place for everyone yeah. now. It's like, if you are contributing, if you genuinely are contributing to the product, and I don't mean that it's like if everyone loves you, because not everyone loves everything. We've talked about this so many times. Different things are for different people. Yeah. But there's space for everybody to do their thing now. It's not as narrow yeah. as it was. Yeah. And, and granted... Uh, and I think that's so much better. Yeah, it might have been them fighting over, like, Kentucky Fried Chicken or Doritos or some shit, but, like, they'd have been there somewhere. <laughs> like Ruffles, a back Danielle. Ruffles, Danielle. Ruffles. Ruffles. Sorry, Ruffles. sorry. Ruffles. Get Ruffles. with 2024. It's Ruffle <laughs> supremacy. And I'm pleased about that, because as I may have mentioned, and I am trying to get us sponsored, but I fucking love a Ruffle. I love a sour cream uh, and onion Ruffle. So... Come on. Oh, I like a salted too. Like it's just already salted. Like it's just a really good. But you gotta have the giant bag. You gotta get right in there. Oh yeah, the rumble with the demands big chips. a giant yeah. bag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, some French onion dip, homemade. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Well, Miles on Twitter says, "I decided to stop watching wrestling the day before this. I was just <laughs> bored." Years later, I watched this and WrestleMania 21 and realized I should have waited a couple months to stop. Yeah, you're fine. You were able to go back and watch it. <laughs> Think of all the things you got done. Just think of all the things you accomplished that time. <laughs> I, would, I would like a list, though. I would like a yeah. list of things that no. got done. And I'd say that with nothing but respect for Miles. Um, who decides to stop watching wrestling the day before the Rumble? That's what know, tells you. You had your reasons. Yeah, that's yeah. what tells you hey. what, the, what the product was like then. Because I wasn't watching it, and I have watched WWE through some horse shit. And so, yeah, like, true. it's, it's uh, yeah. If Miles it, is a man of his convictions, and I respect him for that. Mm-hmm. You respect know, Miles. my parents... When I was very young, my mother was like, we have to stop drinking to my dad. He's like, okay. Uh, he stopped drinking. He didn't drink again for, I think, 40 years. And my mother went to rehab. So I think Miles is more like my dad, where <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to stop. But the rumble's thrown. No, yeah. I'm good. I'm going to stop. I'm gonna, look at all the look at this punch list I have. I got to get through this. Uh, just one more rumble. Just one more rumble. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had Miles's conviction. Yes. You know, I I can't stick to anything. So I I really should watch my mouth and say, well done, Miles. He's a cold turkey guy. I'm pleased that you came back. Yeah. I'm pleased that you came You're a back. Cold turkey person, Miles, and I respect the hell out of it. So there's nothing wrong with needing help to quit as well. But that's like to say, I'm to walking away like, by wrestling. <laughs> if you need help to quit wrestling, babe, you come to us. We will help I, yeah, you. No, I can't. No quitting, problem. no. Nah, quitting yeah. drinking for me was I mean, way easier than quitting wrestling, unfortunately. I'm yeah. stuck here <laughs> right? forever. You're, you're, you're broke that mountain for wrestling yes, for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> no, I can't quit peanut M&Ms. We all have a thing. If you've got any thoughts on the 2005 Rumble, find us at all of the socials via the links in our show notes. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm Elliot Kalen. And together we are The Flophouse, a long-running podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. And because we're so long-running, maybe you haven't given us a chance. I get it. But you don't actually have to know anything about previous episodes to enjoy us. And I promise you that if you find our voices irritating, we grow endearing over time. Perhaps you listened to one of our old episodes and decided that we were dumb and immature. Well, we've been doing this a while now. We have become smarter and more mature and generally nicer to Dan. But we are only human, so no promises. Find the Flophouse on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Podcast. Fights and fights is the name. 
Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. Now we're going to share three things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is the three count. Watch my three count. One, two, three. Danielle, what would you like to put over? Oh, man. Jennifer Lopez... <laughs> I'm, I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God, I know. Poor what? Julian's like, do you have any audio? I'm like, no, this is just vibes. Um, so Jennifer Lopez just put out a trailer for her new film called This Is Me, dot, 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 now the film. Yes, that is all of the title. This Is Me, ellipses, now, sure. colon, the film. So This is worse than Dharma <laughs> Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Oh my God. This is worse than that. This is worse, Jennifer. Did you learn nothing? So many colons. So, um, I, the, the trailer looks like, it uh, looks like a music video because it kind of is. Uh, essentially, this movie appears to be, uh, Jennifer Lopez being like, hey, I, um, am, I'm doing a musical that's about a woman named Jennifer Lopez who just loves too hard. Um, or something. I have no idea what it is. She's just Jenny from the block. Don't don't come for this billionaire. Like, yeah. leave her alone, Danielle. She's just like us. It's amazing. And so the first time, so I'm watching this and I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Like, there's scenes where it looks like it might be kind of like everything everywhere all at once and kind of sci-fi-y. And then there's scenes where it's like whatever. So I'm like, let me go. Let me go and and see if I can look up some information about this because I'm curious. So I go on the IMDb and I see (laughs) the name of the director is a man named Dave Myers. And can I tell you that, you know, when you click on IMDb and they show like a video, like the video that's on their profile, the first thing I see is Hurricane Shane fucking Helms because apparently the man who directed this, as I've been calling it on Twitter, everything, everywhere, I serve cunt, he did, I guess, a bunch of the videos for WWE entrances and then like put them together. I couldn't find why that video was on his profile. But apparently I, I don't want to know. Like, I just, yeah, this is perfect. It was, it this was, is and he's done over 200 music videos or something wild like that, going back oh. to, I think, like, the 90s or the 2000s. Like, dude has done a bunch of stuff, and he's done a bunch of movies. But for me now, every time I think of this man, it will always be the hurricane. And so now, I guess, the, the only thing I can hope is that Hurricane makes a cameo. Because Fat Joe was in there playing her therapist. So oh. maybe we can, maybe Hurricane Shane Helms will be in there as well. Anything's possible if you believe. Maybe he's helping him pick up some Duncan. Ooh. You know? Yeah. Ben Affleck is also in there. See? There you go. See? <laughs> Lindsay? I told you I got there. It took me a second, but I got there. Good job. <laughs> you see? Good job. You see? <laughs> um, I, full disclosure, have nothing. I came with nothing <laughs> this week. I came empty-handed. It's been very, very busy. And I, did, I barely got to see any of Raw. I just saw, like, the important parts. I was honestly just going to put over the wrestling family because of their commitment to getting to work. It could never be me, you know? Uh, I read that storyline. I read that timeline of flew to Dallas, got stuck in Dallas, got on the plane, got off the plane, couldn't get a hotel, got a hotel, flight got delayed again, went to the gym, and that's where they lost me. Because I too have been stuck in a Texas airport because of bad weather, and I stayed over and I did not go to the gym. I went to the all-you-can-eat waffle bar. Good for you. So... Not me. I have so much respect for people who, who love their jobs and want to be there. And yeah, just like, that's incredible. Because again, I, when they said, do you want to drive for five hours, Lindsay, in the snow? I would say, no, thank you. That doesn't sound terribly safe. And they did it. So that's it. We'd already talked about it, but I, I had nothing else. I came with nothing else. I have started my annual Rumble rewatch. Mm. So I could put that over. I could recommend it if you feel like doing that. It's a good time. Just watch the Rumble matches. Which one are you on? Well, I started with 2005 because ah. I did this. No. Um, so then I automatically kicked into 2006, so I just left it on. Yeah. But now I have to decide whether I want to go back and go watch any earlier ones. I suspect that I don't. Yeah, I kind but of feel like you know, I want to I wanna stay in the muck of the mid-2000s yeah. and see what I missed. I'm kind of feeling it now. <laughs> Deep in that filth. 2001. Right up in that filth. 2001 is yeah. really good. That's a really good. That That's a top to bottom yeah. good Rumble. But that... That's a really good rumble. But now there are so many to watch. Like, this did not used to take as long as it does now because now we've got the women's rumble as well. Time keeps passing. Yep. It's 
2024, someone told me today. Yeah. Blew my mind. Upsetting. Uh, so I may just stay where I am at 2006 and trot forward from there. All right. Trot on. Do it. I think you're getting to the diva search soon, right? It's almost diva search time. Oh, yeah, we're close. God. Too close. Oh, you no. know, I'm going to have to watch uh, it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to do it. Oh, no. I'm going to do it. WWE is headed to Australia for Elimination Chamber. And Grayson Waller has come home to help promote it. So he's been doing work there, but he did not come alone. He was accompanied by LA Knight. So they've been doing press together and all sorts <laughs> of fun videos that are that are out on social. Uh, here's a clip from one. I don't think you understand. Like, if I come over there right now, we're going to have the police here because I'm not going to give you some fake punch. Like, I'm going to punch you straight in the jaw. The actual the disrespect that you have even talking to me. No, you want to talk to me like this is this is saying real? I got no. Don't act all tough, lad. Don't act all tough. Like, I'm gonna get in the middle of this. You, you kick back. You kick back. Get him out of there. You get out of there. You get out. I'm so sorry. Don't do that. You guys come here trying to disrespect us. Are you kidding me? I'm not disrespecting you. You're right, mate. No, we love you. Hey, you take that trash talk and you get out of here. Welcome back. Your punches were your ticket out. Welcome back. <laughs> You're going to take that guy and you'll knock him out. Yeah, so there you go. There's all sorts of fun stuff there <laughs> so that, do- that doesn't involve. We got real close to someone getting slapped in a the hallway there, yeah. didn't we? It, yeah. it, it got there. It, it got there. Yeah, yeah, it's something real special. So uh, check out the full series. You won't be disappointed. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights this week. Your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. Follow me at Hal Lublin on all the socials. Check out all the things that I have done and will do and uh, and am doing. That's where you'll find it. Danielle? Yeah, find me on, uh, you know, I'm still on Twitter. Like I keep saying, y'all, if y'all tell me where we're all going next, I'll go. Just let me know who all going to be there. Um, uh, Uncracked. Uh, we are. We've got uh, staff picks, which is our show where we talk about and recommend um, some great, great movies. And so go watch that. And also, Julian's gonna make us take a photo of this. So I just want to let y'all know right now, my skin is red. I did my skincare before I got on here. You look great. Thank you. you look great. I've got retinol face. So just, <laughs> just ignore. Just ignore. I'm fine. I'm not sick. I'm red because um, I'm aging and I'm trying to stop it. Fair enough. <laughs> Lindsay? Uh, I also am trying to uh, stop the sounds of time, so mm. I respect that. Uh, anyone else who's just going through that, just get in touch. You can find me mostly on Instagram. I am mostly on Instagram these days. That's where I feel, I feel like that's my internet safe space. Sure. That's yeah. where I don't feel like people are bad. I mean, I know they are <laughs> everywhere, but like Facebook's a lot. Oof. And Twitter is unpleasant. So I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's where I do my most chatting. So come find me at Lindsay Kelk on Instagram and anything I'm doing mercilessly whoring uh, will be there. Hell yeah. Morning, noon, and night. All right. Fantastic. Our producer is Royal Rumble entrant number pun, Julian Burrell. Senior Crap. producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all the Max Fun members that keep this show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels. You can find those in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania shirt at MaxFunStore.com. I'm waving it like you could actually see what I'm doing. Celebrate <laughs> Ice Cream Christmas all year long. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Here comes the pain, bow to the masters, this is a podcast, they are podcasters, Max Fun's the network, Dyson Bites is the name. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.